Alright, we're back Another episode of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast From Shibuya, Tokyo The streets inside the Mobile Man Cave I'm Cliff Chocolate Buddha in the house Yes, we are in the streets As you can hear the cars whizzing by May hear some chatter of uh, everyday, you know, people just doing everyday things. And, uh, yeah, here in the uh, Mobile Man Cave. And we're just chilling like family, you know what I'm saying? So another episode in our second home, Shibuya. I'm loving it. Feeling the vibes. Yes. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, we are a podcast that focus on the international community in Japan people from all walks of life coming from everywhere to Japan and working and doing cool stuff and you know um, living a dream uh, pursuing all types of careers and engaging in all types of activities and hobbies here in the land of Japan Ayo, this is Late aka Corn Rebel Mega Late Show, Speakeasy TYO, Life Park, Ill Ruminations Affiliated, and you are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast with Chocolate Buddha and Tokyo Cliff in a band riding around. Yes, sir. And for all y'all listeners out there, please do us the wonderful favor of subscribing, liking, and especially write some reviews. Let us know how you feel. Yeah, you can write some reviews on iTunes. We're on iTunes. And yeah. leave, leave a review there. Um, Stitcher. You can hit You can hit us up on uh, IG, Instagram. Um, Absolutely. And let us know how you feel about the show. Mm-hmm. You can follow us at on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, to listen to us, we're on all major podcast platforms spotify mm-hmm. apple Castbox, Castbox, stitcher yeah. just just type in raw urban mobile podcast yeah. do your googles baby and it should come up that's right all right so our guest today i like to call her a super mom she's a super mom super strong sister yes and i'm we're excited to share her story her journey here to japan and i'll let her introduce herself uh, hi everyone, my name is Harriet Ocharo, but a lot of my friends call me Savi Kenya. Um, I came to Japan about five years ago on a government, a Japanese government scholarship to do my research in Japan. So you can come either as a master's student or as a PhD student. And as I already had my um, my master's degree from Kenya when I came to Japan, I just um, enrolled in in my PhD, and then uh, I brought. I think the interesting thing is, I brought my son with me. Um, so I, I, he was about two and a half years old at the time, and now he's six, and going to Japanese school. And um, then um, after I finished my studies, I was debating on whether to go back to Kenya or, you know, stay in Japan. And then I got this job offer from an international company. It's a Japanese company, but it's global on a global scale, and I knew I had, I had to take this opportunity. So, um, and then it was also a chance to move to Tokyo. So my university was in rural Japan, and then uh, after living there for four years, life was like on a slow pace. Um, I come from Kenya, and I come from the capital city of Nairobi, 
Okay. And it's really, it's a youthful city. It's always on the move. There's always so much happening. It's so exciting. And then I went to rural Japan and it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sleepy. Completely different, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, then I moved to Tokyo about four, five months ago. Okay. So this is where I am now, yeah. How is it so far, Tokyo? Tokyo is really, really nice. Okay. Um, don't get me wrong, it's still Japan. <laughs> there are a few things that are, that are still like uniquely you know, Japanese yes. about it. But uh, it, they, it's so dynamic. I, um, I meet so many different people. And even the Japanese people that I'm, I'm interacting with, living with, working with, um, their mindset is a little bit, you know, they are willing to explore new things, talk, uh, new experiences, talk with you. But I think the people in rural Japan, they already have a, like a fixed mindset. Oh, okay, definitely. this is the Japanese and this is the foreigner. So they don't actually listen to you. <laughs> Ooh, police. Ambulance. Police yeah. oh, zooming by. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, back so, to what you were saying. Yes, yeah. yes, there is. Um, yes, of course. And I think that's all, you know, no matter the country, people living in, in the countryside have that's a different true. mindset than people in the city well yeah, i'm from the country true. so yeah yeah and how you like uh, like living in tokyo oh well i, yeah. I don't live in tokyo but when yeah. i was uh growing up back home in louisiana mm-hmm. i lived in the country so your description yeah. of the country in japan yeah. i can relate to because people are laid back they have their mindsets and, yeah and everything is just like slow motion yeah you know yeah. nobody's in a hurry yeah you know so. nobody wants to try anything new nobody mm. Wants to go or do their, you know, the the untested, the uncharted. Nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But is it? But it's probably. Would you? I don't know. If it's is it easier to make th- relationships and or friendships and stuff like that? I think so. I think the friendship that you will make there could like really, could really last, and because you just take it easy, and then you know, you with time you learn to trust these people. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, my university is called Japan Advanced Institute of Science and Technology. Okay. And it's like set up on top of a hill. And nothing surrounds us except the forest. Wow. <laughs> and then you have to take a, 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 like a university bus for 15 minutes to get to the nearest train station. Uh, and then like I think the average age of, of, of the nearest town is maybe, I don't know, 65 or something more, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, yeah. not to cut you off, I also wanted to say that we have her son in the mobile man cave with us, yeah. Jeremy. Did you Jeremy, say hello. Say hi. What's up, man? You want to say something on the mic? That's right, Jeremy. Go ahead, speak. Don't be shy. Alola. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for bringing him. Yeah. With oh, absolutely. You. Yeah. He's focused on his game. Yeah. yeah. Watching his Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess to go back to the reason why I chose to go to rural Japan uh, mm. is because I was bringing my son along. Okay. And uh, I knew I wanted to like don't go, I didn't want to go into the big city and I knew I had to look for a space in the nursery school or like the kindergarten for him. Uh, and in, in rural Japan, you know, the number of kids is less and there's, there's going to be more likely to be vacancies in the nursery schools. So I knew that rural Japan like, was the way to go. And then this university is only a graduate school. So there's no undergraduate students, just masters and PhD. And then they only have 
very specific subjects. They focus on information science, knowledge science, and like material science, chemistry, and physics. So um, it was like perfect. It was like a university in the top top Japan, research university in Japan, mm-hmm. set in a very rural area, and uh, and then. I could easily bring my son and he could join the Japanese kindergarten there. Okay. Yeah, so that's how Yeah, because I mean, there. when I was, you know, you have a blog. And yeah. Blog, I learned a lot about you, reading different posts and stuff. Yeah. I was just trying to imagine, because, you know, most people who come here, mm-hmm. they are, you know, by themselves and uh, they come alone and they have, you know, they come to study, to focus on, on getting yeah. an education. We had a guest a while back who came for you know he came on a scholarship to Japan Tish Tish from, oh, yeah, Tish. from South yeah, Africa yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. shout out to mm-hmm. Tish yeah and yeah. so for you to bring your son yeah. you know bring bring a child with you I was like wow that it had to be tough you didn't think like uh, maybe I should leave him here back in Kenya or? Um, you know I think uh, in Kenya we have a lot of uh, unmarried parents uh, a lot of and then the women are the old, oldest, most of the time we end up being the single parents. And then what happens is if you are still studying, you take your, you leave your parents, you leave your kid with your parents and then you go study. But with time, the, your kid develops a bond with your own parents and treats them like they're their mom and dad. Yes. And then you are like a big sister or <laughs> to yes. the kid. And I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to just leave him and then lose that bond, you know, this. I think they say like the first five years of a child's life is, uh, is yeah. So um, and then I didn't want to use my son as an excuse not to you know pursue my dreams. Like if I wanted to, I wanted to travel and see the world. And when I got this uh, scholarship, how I got how I actually learned about it is an interesting story. But yes, we love stories. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so um, I was at the time I was in Kenya. I was working. Um, for Ernst & Young, which is like a global um, auditing firm. Among, they're, called, they're called among the big four, of, like finance and audits. And then um, I was on maternity leave and uh, I had moved back home. Initially, I, my parents live in Nairobi and I was, um, after I finished my studies, I moved out and started living with a friend. So in Kenya, we do that a lot. Okay. Like immediately you finish college or your studies, you, you get um, get like a one room with, by yourself, but like a 1K or or you, um, you, you move in with a friend so you can share the rent. Okay. And then, but then when, when the baby was, you know, about to be born, I, I moved back home so okay. that my parents could support me. Um, and then when I went back Demo. home... <laughs> Yeah, when I when I moved back to, to my parents' house, I, I I gave birth and then I was in, I was on maternity leave for about three months, um, and then I was with my mother and she was reading the newspaper and she saw the Japanese government is giving scholarships, and she's she's like, why don't you apply? I was like, I'm not sure I want to go to Japan because you know everybody in Kenya wants to go to the United States, wants to go to the UK, Australia, basically somewhere where they speak English. So yes. Um, and that's, that's the culture we see. That's our shows on TV and everything is just mostly American. American or Western. Or Western, yeah. yeah. So, but, but then, you know, I started looking about, learning more about Japan. I mean, of course, we use a lot of Japanese technology. All our cars are Toyotas or Nissans in Nairobi. Um, then 
I was like, you know, this will actually be really interesting because I really I wanted to travel and see the world, and then this is like a scholarship is a chance for you to go to another part of the world. You learn at the same time somebody is paying for your studies, and then you know you you get to experience the culture of that place. So I just I applied. Um, I wasn't really thinking too much about it, just up when I had and applied, and then I got shortlisted, went for the interview, and then I was told I had the scholarship. And then I was like, what do I do? My son is like barely yes. six months. Um, then actually I asked the scholarship guys if they could let me extend. So so after I got the scholarship, you, you you start your studies like six months later, but I asked for another six months extension. Okay. And they actually granted me that extension. So, um, so when I left in 2014 uh, of... 2014 around October Jeremy was about one and a half years old but I didn't bring him along immediately so first I came I came by myself then I wanted to see how the, how the you know the place is and I left him in the care of my parents so I'm really glad that I had like my, my parents supporting me and my decisions um, and then when I first arrived in Japan I I went to I did an intensive language uh, course it's part of the scholarship. So the scholarship is called the um, Ministry of Education, Science and Technology, MEX scholarship. And they, they, um, they give this, they award this scholarship to all the students like across the world. Like in every country you have like two to four students uh, being awarded this scholarship to come and study in Japanese universities and do research. The reason is because, you know, if you want, if you want to like keep on innovating and developing you have to get fresh new ideas from you know from people all over the world um so if you just have like only japanese people just studying japanese doing the same thing you know you you need to innovate in this competitive world and the united states does it a lot i like actually all the um rich countries give, have scholarships for international for like gifted international students to come and like do research and study there benefit a lot from those students yeah they do and you see like in the end after you finish you know the companies in those countries give you jobs and so you 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 have like a tough choice to make should you go back home should you stay yeah so i i made the decision to stay for now okay we'll see how it goes on yeah so yeah that's that's my story of how you know i it happened I got the scholarship and then came to Japan, stayed one year, and then stayed for almost one year, you know, applied for the nursery school, filled in the forms, got all the documentation I needed, then went back to Kenya and brought him when he was almost two and a half years old. And then now four years later. So he's been here for four years and I've been here for almost five years. Okay. Yeah. And, and there weren't any issues uh, with bringing him? like did the scholarship um so actually the scholarship um is really good it has no restrictions no restrictions no restrictions they don't but they don't increase your allowance so (laughs) whether you're single whether you have a family they just give you a uniform allowance for everybody okay um so it's up to you to budget and see okay can i afford to bring my family on this budget and because i went to a rural like a university um i could afford the rent there my rent was actually like Including utilities, uh, three thirty thousand yen. Wow. So it was yeah. <laughs> it was it's really affordable. Yeah, it's the countryside, and it was like they subsidized it for students as well. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I, I did my research actually before coming and. Uh, then, Which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely want to do your research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You really should do your research before you come to yeah to Japan. So um, you know, I was reading yeah one of your blog posts, and you had this uh this you had this interesting experience with these yeah. Japanese women, or or, or basically mm-hmm. it was their them reacting to you. Oh. Yeah. Being a, a PhD student and yeah. a single mom, yeah. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? The reactions. So I think like the, the, the um, when you when you when I first when I first met almost everybody uh, in 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 the university, they'll be like, wow, because there were so many other Asian students also from you know in my university. About half the students are international students, mm-hmm. and um, among those international students, most of them come from other countries in Asia. And then mostly it's the male student studying, and then he brings all over his wife and child. So everybody will be like, "Oh, wow! Um, so your husband must be a student in the, you know, in in Jaist. That's the name of the university." And I'd be like, "No, actually, I'm the one studying." Then they'd be like, "Okay, so then where is your husband?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Well, I don't have a husband." And then they they don't they don't they can't process they just like, get stuck in that in that <laughs> loop of like what do you mean you don't have a husband then they're like are you divorced <laughs> and then I'm like no actually I didn't get married in the first place <laughs> and then I meet them again like a week later they'll be like oh is your husband coming to Japan soon I'm like no I said I don't have a husband <laughs> so I think that uh, in Japan there's there are very few uh, unmarried unwed. Yes. Single parents, unwed single parents, and yeah. um, and then when they finally learn that oh I am studying and also you know like having a baby and studying at the same time yes that just blows their mind it blows right? their mind yeah. yeah because there's like a structure in Japan where you know you have to finish your school before you start your family and then inside your family you quit your job as a woman to like stay home and look after the kids so they couldn't understand that you could actually go to school and at the same time like raise your child yeah yeah. So, um, you know, in the States, you know, single moms are a pretty common thing, you know, and things like that. And actually power goes to the single mom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. So, but the challenge, did you ever think about the challenge of being a Mm -hmm. single mom? I'm going to say it this way. Mm -hmm. A single black mom in a totally foreign, non-English speaking country. (laughs) Where instead yeah. of forks and spoons, they mostly eat with sticks. So yeah. did that ever cross your mind? And if so, yeah. um, what are the, also, what are the current, do you see any current challenges other than the way they, you know, people, let's say stereotype or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I think like um, when Cliff asked me the, the other day and like if I have any concerns about the topics I would like to discuss, I had not thought about it before. I was just focused on getting things done, so I, I didn't. I didn't even think about you know. Um, I just I just knew what I was going to do. I was going to. I w- I knew I was focused on just getting my schooling done. Okay. So. Um, just second, <laughs> interrupted a bit. Okay. Um, so um. After I knew I was going to be in the university, so when I was when I was coming, I, I had the question of being not not in the like in the outside real world like Japanese world, but like inside this school, 
and um, the nursery school was just like down the hill and they had some English speaking stuff because they knew there were international students in the neighborhood and then um, but when I first went to like city hall they would ask me okay where is your singlehood certificate I'm like what, what is that like the, in Japan if you're a single parent and you know they have the family register and uh, if you if you're not married and you, you get a child before marriage then you have to get a certificate that proves you're actually a single parent and that you're maybe not receiving support from from the dad in some way or okay, the other. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I think, and also for me, you know, I would say I've, I've never been a married parent, so I don't even know what that feels like to have the support of another part. I would imagine it would be nice <laughs> to have, like, financial and emotional and other support. But, like, from the moment I got pregnant, um, my son's dad was did not want to be involved in raising him at the okay. time okay. so I just knew from the beginning that I was on my own and uh, I spoke I, I spoke to my parents and my friends and they were really supportive of me so um, so I, I've never had any expectations of like like help or something but I would I would like a chance to um, like have like a babysitter so I can like go out sometimes um, have have some me time, right? Yeah, have some me time, yeah. <laughs> so actually, I found a way, like, ways to cope when I was in the university. Um, okay. I'll talk a bit about it later, but I wanted to say again about the single parenthood is that um, I think the biggest challenge for single parents is, is income. Like, if with enough money and resources, um, then it's, it ceases to be an issue. But then, because you're a single parent, you can get a good job, and then because you can't get a good job, then... You're failing at being a single. It's like a, it's like a cycle. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't. I can't put it well enough. So I knew that I had to like go on, get my degree, and get a good job, um, so that I could support myself and my my son. And of course, I really think it's better if if children can grow up with both the parents present, and also extended family and uncles and aunts and like a community, like it used to be. But I think like you have to make the best of. The situation that you that you've got yes okay. definitely yeah and i think like people are always demonizing single parents mostly single moms or like uh, uh maybe criticizing them or like thinking oh you should have gotten married first or you should have but i think you could still be like a single parent in a marriage you could be married just for appearance yeah but then you're doing the work of like two parents or or, or you- just because you got pregnant then you're like okay and I have to get married, even if even if you're not compatible with the uh, the partner, you know, even if, or for whatever reason, you know, I, divorce I, is common. Yeah, so. Div- yeah, yeah so that's the other thing. Just because so. you're married doesn't yeah. mean you're going to stay married. Exactly. Yeah. I, when I was actually interviewing for my job, I didn't tell them that I have a kid. They, I don't even think they expect it. They don't expect. They don't ask it because they never would dream yes. that you are studying and having a kid at the same time exactly it was only a surprise laser when when i was filling in the hr forms and then i put you know the space for dependence they're like what you have a kid yes it's so yeah. uncommon here yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, what was their reaction oh they were like they were quite shocked but you see i think okay i'm working for a really large organization like i think they have more than three hundred thousand employees across the world and um so the the people hiring me, my bosses, and then the HR are different. So they, okay. yeah. So I don't think my bosses learned late, only later that I had to tell them. But yeah, they were a bit shocked. 
But then I think they feel like, okay, because you're a foreigner, you can get away with... <laughs> the gaijin card. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, you know, I, I, go, I live, for, I live uh, work at 5 every day. Actually, 5.01 because okay. <laughs> I have to, wait. Yeah. <laughs> have to wait for the clock to strike 5, then shut on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. yeah, so when I say I have to live at 5 and I have a kid, then they, they understand. Okay, so they, they, they're flexible they, with you. I'm, yeah, I'm flexible with, with my time now. Well, that's good. They yeah, have that yeah. type of support. So, so you see, so I feel like it could be changing. We just we we need yeah we need to we can't be, we can't have a defeatist attitude. We can't just sit and say okay no this is so hard. We just find some places where it's changing. You just and you know get get with the with the crowd, get with the wave of change. Tell you one thing that could yeah. get it going. Yeah. Get the first lady involved. Usually, usually, yeah, usually, the president's wife got true. a lot of power. Like when President yeah. Obama' wife, you know, was heading programs. Yeah. Of course, it's going to get support that's from true. the president. You know what I'm saying? So, if there's a way that they could get, you know, uh, have meetings with, I don't know what her attitude is about it, but yeah. if they were to get the first lady in on board, because you know, wives have that's power. A, that's a great, yeah. You know, and, and really women good. have power and. Yeah. And uh, Michelle Obama had and, some, yeah. some influence. Yeah. You know, yeah. she started programs, yeah. health programs and stuff. And, of course, mm-hmm. of course, the president better, President Obama better back that yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think so. You know, so I was I was thinking that if you get, get um, politicians, especially female politicians agree, involved, yeah. Yeah. and um, make some changes. But, yeah, if they could get the first lady, yeah. get some communication, you know, maybe yeah. send a letter or whatever. I to the first that, yeah. lady. I feel like I should start something Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. you maybe you can spearhead it. Uh, <laughs> like, and they'll be like, oh, no, that's too big You know why they'll get on the ball? Because they say, <laughs> yeah. oh, we got this black woman here in Japan yeah, I'm gonna reminding start, I'm us gonna, of yeah. our own problem. We better get on it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, I'm, yeah, I'm, because, you know, just because you're a single mother doesn't mean that you should be let's say held back on opportunities or whatever because yeah. you know the 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 relationship between mother and child is so important you know because yeah. my you know growing up my father wasn't a part of my life so mm-hmm. i have always respected the strength of women and i'm gonna you know and i'm gonna be biased about it yeah. uh the strength of black women you know That's what i'm saying true, yeah. you know especially you know in america where you know what they have to go through so yeah yeah but you know i was just when i was reading your interviews and stuff like that yeah it just it just it just never ceases to amaze me the power yes. and the strength of a black woman because i was okay, like yeah. Here's a single black mom coming to a country, like I said before, that yeah. don't speak the language, don't do this and that and the other, and she's coming on over here and she's gonna raise her child, get her education, and yeah. and, and things like that, and become a productive member of society Determined. in this foreign country. In this foreign country, and you, you know, know it, it's just it's just amazing. And my my hat, I ain't wearing no you. hat now, <laughs> but my hat's off to you, sister. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? Yeah. I think the biggest challenge is like the you know the workplace setting um, having making it possible for women to return to work. Yes. And when they return to work, to be given meaningful work and yes. to actually like shine in these roles, because we, we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially no. qualified women. I'm gonna tell you another yeah. thing that can spearhead things. Yeah. Is putting people on the spot. That gets out to the international media. You yeah. know how countries. You know, especially this country. Yeah. You know, they really care about their image. That's true. There you go. So sometimes you just got to put them on the spot saying, hey, 
you know, Japan is this, this, and this, this, and this. And, man, that's going to start cleaning up in a heartbeat. They need, Yeah, they need to clean up. But so, it's going to be yeah. unity, too. you got to get yeah. other single parents who, especially yeah. single parents who are qualified. Yeah. You know, who have the education and have this. The only thing they lack yeah. is the resume because of that big spot in the resume for being a mother. Yeah. And a wife. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not well versed on the like initiatives and things that they're trying to put in place but i I believe abe is trying to help more single single parents out i would have to go and well i hope delve deeper into that but yeah Yeah. it's it's definitely a change that that needs to happen you know so yeah like like i mentioned um for the city hall they they give like some financial assistance to the single parents mm-hmm. but if you don't have a, an actual full-time job as well an actual full-time job with like that pays your health insurance mm. and pension costs um and then maybe your your commuting fare and everything if you don't have that it it's, it won't be enough so and so women would rather um, have or rather single parents rather have full-time jobs where they earn decent amounts of money mm. um and do you remember there was like a, a few um, a few months ago there was an article about women who in medical school like these are the smartest women but yes. they fail they fail them in the entrance exam because they think that once the women become mothers they're gonna stop working after being trained for this long. I do remember that that uh, university yes. that flunked yeah. intentionally flunked all of their in, it's female crazy, yeah. yeah that female students but once they got out to the media i'm pretty sure it put them on the spot and they had had to rethink things i hope yeah 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 i i believe some actions would would take absolutely yeah so i think um in the higher earning level higher level earning jobs still like a scarcity of women in in such places i mean in my workplace i think it's like one in ten or maybe one in i don't have the actual statistics Mm. but from my observation um, we'll be like two women in a team of 12. So I guess that's about one in six. So it's still quite, quite low. I mean, you have all this smart, half the population. You, go, you, you, you take all the kids, boys and girls to school. All of them go up to the university level. All of them graduate. And then suddenly half of them are not working. Like, how are you going to yes. you know, make progress? The, the model that worked for Japan in the past does not work not working yeah and Won't you know work anymore. yeah i think like where i work everybody understands okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna take today off or i have some days in a year where i can take off for like nursing your child or nursing okay. your family which is separate from you like your annual leave okay good. um so i think with this reforms i don't know if japanese mothers or fathers take advantage of these days but i know that i i, I do and and that's and that's, that's good that yeah. you know your yeah. your rights as yeah. a um, you know as an employee. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. Yes. And it's great that the company's supporting you. So. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. That's that's one of the reasons that I chose to work in in the company. Have we said the company? <laughs> no, you don't have to say the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Um, it's one of the reasons I chose to work there. Okay. Because on paper they 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 sounded really good, and when I actually went there, they. They do that. They still they let you take your leave. You set your own time, mm-hmm. as long as you deliver like on the projects, you know, or in time. So it's really up to you. So what exactly do you do? Okay, um, so your, your work. Um, I'm I'm an 
I'm a researcher for um, like cloud computing. So, um, we've so tech. Got, yeah, tech, yeah, I'm in IT. Yes. Okay, nice. I'm IT specifically. So, but when I when I do research, it means like some of the things we work on, we don't know if they will work yet. We don't know if they will be useful yet. We just okay. we just try and create something for the future or or extend or extend the current, you know, the current beyond the current scope. Try and create something new. If you have a new idea, get some funding from. Uh, within the company and then you know so yeah i am working currently on like offering new services for the cloud nice nice. Yeah. Uh, are there any like success stories that, that you were a part of in, yet no not yet i've <laughs> been there this is my fifth month okay yeah so you're still pretty <laughs> so new. i'm still pretty new. new okay yeah um i think i guess i'm in the honeymoon period and okay. uh, i don't have like too much I have enough, just enough work on my plate, but not too much to do overtime yet. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm pretty have a schedule. I get there at nine, do my job, attend some meetings, do my research. Then I leave by five and then go home. And my son comes home. Sorry, my son comes home from school, from school at six. So actually, he leaves school at three because school ends at three and then he goes to this after school program okay. that they have in Japan it's called Gakudo so he goes there and they, they, they get through their homework have a snack and then play until it's time to go home then he leaves at six and he walks by himself but by the time he gets home I'm always already home so we have dinner shower uh, put him to bed at eight and then at eight I have like to do laundry, prepare for the following day. Superman. Um, you know, do all the things that I, I have to do for that day. Yeah. So it's usually around ten or eleven when I can like sit down and then I'm like, Okay, should I blog today? But then <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired and I just yeah. watch Netflix and fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I watch Netflix. a lot of Netflix too. <laughs> it's it's addictive. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And then like you said, you gotta you gotta yeah. You know, you got to make sure he's going to school. You got to make yeah. sure he's being oh, properly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, watch out. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Be careful. Don't, don't, don't go out. Oh, don't yeah. Fall watch out, his head, okay? too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you fall out. He's yeah. asking why. Um, I'm always asking why. So, how is his experience? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean you know, I'm, I'm sure it's it's an interesting experience for him, you know, yeah. being um, a black kid. Okay, go on. Go on try. Mostly around Japanese people. Yeah. Are you able to like pick up on anything about his experience? Yeah. Um. So. Um. You know. Open up the door. When I when I first um when I first came and we went to this um element, the nursery school in rural Japan where he he was going until his graduation his graduation from nursery school like four months ago. Um. It was quite international. They had kids from uh. Bangladesh, Bangladesh, uh, India. We had a kid from Finland and some kids from Egypt. So um, they, it was really international. I mean, they were still interacting in Japanese. You know, there was like Vietnamese, Chinese, Thai, Thailand. Um, so many nationalities. It was really international. So I thought that Tokyo would be even more or even the same. But I, I, I ended up in a really nice uh, suburb in Tokyo. But I didn't know it was really just very, very Japanese. And he's the only black kid in the whole school. Wow. And I think you can count the number of 
foreigners on your hand in wow. that school. Um, I think he's very, very aware that he's different. Okay. So from a, a long time ago, you know, it's Japanese. So they make they make you know that you are a foreigner. Yes. And I had to explain to them that no, Japanese people are foreigners when they leave Japan too. So it's not like okay, in the whole world, there's only like Japanese and foreigner. But that's that's how Japanese kids think of the world. So I had to mm. let him know that. And then I make a point of going back to Kenya every every year at least for Christmas. So, okay. you know, he gets to see, okay, there's another whole world where there's, you know, people who look who look the same. Yes. And he's not, he doesn't look strange. He, he's just, he's okay. Um, but I, I don't think it affects his learning. Um, so he goes to a Japanese school and uh, um, he's studying Japanese uh, mathematics. Sci- uh, I think it's called society, social studies maybe, mm. and uh, art, art and music. And he's getting just, you know, good. They don't give them grades. They just say, okay, he's doing well or he needs a bit more effort. And every, mm. in all the columns, is doing well in every aspect of his learning experience. And uh, he, like, his favorite subject is actually Japanese. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, when, I, when I met you at Tower Records, he yeah. was yelling out Japanese and yeah, stuff. I was is. like, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he, he's becoming more and more fluent in Japanese because he... He forms friendship really easily. Okay. He's very outspoken and outgoing, and and so he's made a lot of friends. And you know they play in Japanese. And his informative experience, his you know the best part of his day, is spent interacting in and learning in Japanese and thinking in Japanese. So when he gets home in the evening, and I try to speak to him in English, ask him how was your day. He responds in Japanese. He responds in Japanese. <laughs> and, <laughs> I was trying to force him, and then I was seeing he was getting frustrated because, you know, he can't really try. He's, he's, he can understand when you speak to him, but when he starts to explain how the day was um, and trying to translate some aspects. Yeah, it's more comfortable in, for him to do it in yeah, Japanese. Yeah, in Japanese. So I realized that I have to um, create, like, another environment where he can, like, learn and, and immerse himself in English, but I, I don't have to force, you know... The, the the language issue yeah and uh, as also long as kids kids school, are yeah. very flexible you know their mm. their brains are like sponges they could yeah they could yeah. adjust I mean you yeah. know like they could absorb stuff because my daughter her uh, I mean you know she's in her thirties now but her her main language yeah. was Japanese yeah and then I threw her in a uh, American school yeah. and she you know they had the ESL program and she just took yeah. her a little getting used to and boom you know so they are yeah they're like sponges so and, yeah. and they're very they're not rigid like us older yeah. people and then they're not know? afraid yeah. of making they're mistakes yeah. they're not yeah. conscious of making mistakes yeah. they just speak yeah. you know oh please be careful yeah 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 um yeah so um yeah i decided i will not i will not like stress i worry too much about it mm. but I think that uh, eventually, um, for his own good, like I like the Japanese education in elementary school. Mm. It's really quite hands-on. Um, they always like, you know, they learn music from the first day of school. They have their small, like portable pianos that they can, like keyboards that they can play on, mm. um, and then they they make a lot of uh, artwork and uh, they do some painting and. Um, um, even the mathematics is not 
the, al- 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 the algebra there is it algebra or arithmetic you know it's just yeah. addition and subtraction yeah yeah it's not just addition and subtraction it's um, for example, they will give them a sentence saying, okay, there are two people and one person joins them. Okay. So now how many people are there? Yeah. So it's not just one plus three, but it's like applying them to, you know, real, real life. life. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they had a project where you have like a plant and um, we had to take care of the plant and they brought it home and I think we have to draw the flowers. And But then it's this, the education system is very taxing on the on the parent and this is the mom. That's yes. Like, She's supposed to stay home and just do all this crazy stuff. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, how yeah. is that? That uh, that aspect of being a parent, dealing very, with homework, yeah. it's frustrating for me. I will admit, for like, it, uh, I will admit, I'm having some hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Like basically, every evening when I come home, there's like sheets of homework. Luckily, he started doing them by himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like he would go to the after school program, and the kids are doing their homework, so mm-hmm. he will also do his homework. Yeah. <laughs> But then there's like extra instructions of what I'm supposed to do, mm. and then they're all in Japanese, and yes. I can read and and, and and speak like at conversational level. But it takes it takes me some time to like go through these leaflets. I get like yes. ten or fifteen leaflets every single day, and I'm, I don't know what. Some are important and some are just like you know Whatever. information that you don't have to take care of. But yeah. how do you know which one is important, which one is not? So I just like set aside all these <laughs> things and sometimes if it's really important maybe the school will call you okay. but it's still frustrating not knowing what to do so um and then i was always like complaining to my friends back in kenya i'm like oh japanese 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 uh, japanese that japanese that um and then they were like harriet you, you have to stop you you never used to be like this you're always the dreamer find a solution okay so um for example um at City Hall, they have like this family support section where you can ask for a babysitter to like pick or drop your kid. Um, for example, um, like when I first joined the company, they had a welcome party for me, so I could not excuse myself <laughs> from my own welcome party. <laughs> um, and then that means I would get home around eight or nine. So I asked if I could get a babysitter. So you get a, um, you interview. I mean, they ask some people who would like to support you. You talk to each other. You get to know each other, and then you exchange for numbers but you always interact through the family support section at city hall so they can um, they can mostly it's older ladies or bachans or obachans in in the neighborhood um then they pick your can pick your kid up from school stay with them have dinner with them until you come home so like babysitting babysitters mm-hmm. but in an official capacity um and it's not it's not it's not cheap but it's not that expensive if you actually have a job it's about maybe 800 to 1000 yen an hour so maybe for a week if you have like three hours or four hours a week so you have to put that in your budget as well um so the to go back to the to the homework thing so i realized i'm stressing myself and here is somebody who speaks japanese japanese native so what i did i just organized like um for example before they went for holidays for summer break they had like ton a ton of leaflets and homework so what i did i just asked the lady and she came over for like three days or four days that week and she helped them do the homework mm. and they finished it in like that short of time i was like fine you know if you could find someone and japanese native speaker that um you could pay because you know if you're asking somebody as a favor it feels like you're burdening them you're yes. like okay please tell me and every time you want to be independent but if you pay for this service then you're like okay 
It's I can better. relax. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can afford it, um, get somebody from the you know the city hall, um, from this family support section, and they can help. So it's you. it's good to know that they have yeah. that. They have it's, a, it's I think it's fairly new. Maybe in the last five, ten years. I'm okay. not sure. Yeah, um, and even some I spoke to some Japanese parents and they don't know about it. Wow. Yeah, because like they they just the the mom like takes the leave and then that's it. Like they don't even realize that there's uh, this um, this extra. And and service. how did you find yeah. out about it? Just from. Um. So actually, I was told by a, a Japanese colleague of mine. Okay. Back in Ishikawa Prefecture where I was studying. Okay. And she told me about it, and then I made a, I went, the, I searched the website, and I found all the information. I think it's in Japanese. I think I don't know if it's in English as well. Mm. But basically, she then she made the call for me on my behalf. So oh, I, okay. I've really been fortunate. Um, before coming to Tokyo, also she helped me with when you go to city hall and you have to fill in the forms yeah, for moving, so many forms. and then the forms for the school. And then the forms, the forms at the school. So there's like at the city hall, there's the education section. You go there, you fill some forms. Then you go to the actual school, you fill more forms. And then you go to the after school program for Gakuden, more forms. fill more forms. <laughs> and then at work, I was filling forms for joining the company as well. Ah. It was really hectic. The, yeah. Everything the, in the, Japanese. Uh, everything right. in Japanese. So if you can get help, yeah. How, how about working? Is it is it mostly in Japanese or? Yeah, yeah. Um, if a Japanese company tells you that you don't need Japanese to work with them, don't oh, <laughs> don't, believe them, don't believe them. <laughs> because um, I mean, I think it's still you know we are still in Japan, so, so it's, important, it's important that you learn the language. Um, so because it will limit how much you can interact with others if you cannot speak the language well enough. Yes. So um, when I, and I thought I spoke well enough, but when I went to work, it's different. It's a whole different you need to learn like some in the business level Japanese, yes. so some vocabulary to go with that. And then if you are doing IT, you need to learn the IT, IT word terminology. Yeah. yeah, like in Japanese. In, in Japanese. Yeah. So it was a rough couple of months, and again I was having the the question of like comp- it was complaining all the time, but I was like, no, this attitude will not help me because I'd go to work and I'll get stressed seeing all these emails and I'm like which email is important which one is not important mm. but again uh, I, I accepted the fact that I'm in Japan and I mean we are at like my we have a small team of about 12 people um, I, you know small units and uh, everybody is Japanese except me and a Chinese guy and okay. the Chinese guy has the advantage that he can read a bit more in uh, mm. of the Japanese and I can't ask everybody to just switch to English just for me. Yeah. So it's up to me to adapt. Um, when I make my presentations, I can make them in in English okay. because they understand English. Okay. But when they also make their presentation, they will just do it in Japanese and I will try to understand it. So um, my Japanese level is improving daily. I mean, and it has then, to, yeah. 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 And then earlier, and actually the company is, is paying for lessons for us like twice a week. For two hours each time, okay. we get some Japanese lessons to improve our level, and in in it's on, in on during the company time. So oh, okay, nice. Yeah, it's not like extra hours that you nice. have. You no, know, so yeah. that that's really that's really good. And um, so one time I was walking to a Japanese class, and I was with other international students, mm. uh, international workers, and we are like, oh Japanese, yeah, like oh Japanese keigo, and yeah. we're like we're complaining yeah. about all these formalities. And then I saw a black guy in a suit, uh-huh. and then he was saying, 
お願い申し上げます。It's like really formal. Tene, really, really formal Japanese. And then he was interacting with these other Japanese people and exchanging business cards. And we just stood in awe of this. Like, you know, he was so, so impressive. Yeah. yeah, he was so smooth about it. And then I、uh, waited a few minutes because I was guy, curious.、Right? Yeah. Because I was like, okay, it's a black guy. I'm curious. I have to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have to、right? say hello and see what he's about. Um, so he finished his talk with the Japanese people and said goodbye. And then I went to and asked him,、uh, Oh, so so you also saw me? We said hello. It turns out he's a Kenyan as well. Oh, really? Yeah. A Kenyan. <laughs> he's a Kenyan and he worked for my company for a couple of years. And then he quit to go.、Um, you want to say something, Jeremy? You're shy. <laughs> Yeah, he, 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 he didn't quit, but he left to go to, to go re- do research in the university instead.、Um, but then I was so impressed by him. Yeah. It, at first, it seemed like an impossible task, you know, mastering the Japanese language and then interacting with it. But when I saw somebody who's done it, I was like, there are people who are doing it. It's, it's not impossible. You just, if you want to,、um, you know, like, when you, when you think to yourself and you are like, I can't do this. Yeah. You, so you already decided that you can't do it. Exactly. But you have to start from a position of, I can do this. But I guess then, again, it depends on, on, on what you want from, on what you want to do in Japan and if you're here for the long term. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a coin. You want to go to Shibuya coin? Just a second, okay? Okay. I'll take you. Yeah, so,、um, yeah, I, I was saying about. What you want to get out of Japan.、Mm. So, for example, if Japanese is not important for your work, I'm not saying you kill yourself、mm. learning the language,、mm. but I've come to realize that in my, in my job,、mm-hmm. I'm going to hit a ceiling very quickly if, if I don't. If you have a defeatist attitude. Yeah. 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 And I don't learn some Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Well, you are amazing.、Yeah. Super mom.、Thank、and、you. yes, we, we, we,、uh, we loved hearing your story. and...、Yeah. Yeah, just keep going. You'll be all right. Yeah, like I、you. said, six months from now, you have the mind to be watching TV with、yeah. my wife.、Oh. And I was like,、yeah. my wife's going to be like, there's this black lady in here talking with Miss Op. Oh, yeah, I remember her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, well, thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah we appreciate、so、it. Thank you so much. And sharing your story. Yeah. Thank、okay. you, Jeremy. Jeremy, what do you want to say? Anything? Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name is Jeremy. Nice. How old are you, Jeremy? I'm six years old. Yes, I know you spoke English. <laughs> All right. Speak, yeah. Thank you、I'm、for coming. Oh, you're first grader. Okay.、Yeah. So, Jeremy, can you repeat this? Say, goodbye. We're finished. Peace. Please, we're <laughs> Peace. 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 All right. All right. Thank you, Thank Harriet. You. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From Tokyo, it's the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com or you can head straight to Google and type in Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.